Are you thinking about buying or selling a home in the Bay Area over the next few months? Are you looking to get some insights as to what is actually happening with the actual data of the Bay Area? Well, look no further. My name is Spencer Sue, your favorite Bay Area real estate agent. And every month I look into the data and I will share it with you so that you can see for yourself what is actually happening. I'm also going to go over the different large headline articles of the month so you can see some of the local activities that are going on. If this is your first time to my channel, welcome. I'm glad that you are here. And if you're coming back, I really appreciate all of your support. We've been kind of changing some of the content we've been doing. So we're going to have these as a monthly moving forward instead of these bite-sized ones each week. But let's go over what you are looking for, which is the data of the month. So here is, give you, I'm going to break it down a couple of different ways. We're going to look at single family homes, how they have progressed and how they, trend, how they have trended over the last year. And then we're going to look at condos and townhomes. So you can see that too. We will also break it down by counties. So we're going to look at Santa Clara County first. But to be fair, a lot of areas will be encountering very similar trends and similar percentages. So let's jump into it. So let's take a look at this. The peak of the market of Santa Clara County residential homes was back in April. The peak at that time was $1.95 million, and it has been declining. So for all of those that have been saying interest rates have risen, but Bay Area prices remain resilient, no, they have not. This is a very clear evidence to see that. So if you compare it to from April 2022, which is a 195 to February, which was just finished a day ago, look at the amount of decline there. 195 to 1477, 500. That is a decline of 24%. 24% since the peak of things, since the height of things, right? So as you can see, there's been a lot of opportunities, but be mindful. The trajectory has not been going down continuously. The last few months have been relatively stable. And why is that? Interest rates have been more stable. And because of that, buyers are realizing, look, this is the reality. We're entering the spring season. It's dropped by quite a bit. It is now our time to enter in the market. So that is one of the trends of the thing. That is one of the things that are happening right now. Let me make some adjustments here. So that gives you an idea of the of where, where things have been and where things have been lately. Let's take a look at some other stats that might be of interest to you. Maybe one of the things that we're, we're hearing a lot of complaints about, we're not seeing a lot of inventories. Let's see if that's really the case. Number of new listings. Let's take a look at these numbers. Let's look at the data itself and break it down. You can see from January of 2022 versus 2023, you had 723 in the year prior, and 525 now. What is that of? That is decline of 27%. Let's look at the February numbers. That is a decline of 27%. How crazy. It's exactly the same percentages. Now, for those that you're walking, you're watching, you're, you're going to be a lot more, um, you're going to be a lot more educated, quite frankly, than most of the other people that are out there. But the reality is this. We are going to be in, we're going to be having these challenges for the foreseeable future. Why is that? When rates drop, people can refinance without paying any cost. And so their borrowing cost just gets lower and lower. And so because of that, unless they have 
a very big circumstance, as in they really need to make their move, or the job market tanks and they have big layoffs that are sustained, that that's really the only times where you'll see more of this opportunity, uh, more of the distress. That being said, a lot of people are moving back to the Bay Area. Look at all the companies. There is very few fully remote companies these days. Almost all of the companies are wanting people back into the office at least three days a week. And my guess, and my my guess until the end of the year is that we're going to probably see a bigger trend of that, and we're going to see more and more people may even increase the number of days back into the office. So because of that, we're going to see this kind of suppressed levels. Now, take a look at this. In March and in April, how many more homes typically come on? You're looking at like 30% more homes versus February. So if you did about 30% more homes, we're going to be at the baselines of what it was like last February, which is still more than before. But don't think that you're going to get double the amount of homes. You may get, let's say, 1,000 homes a month. That'd be very, very good. So we're going to be encountering this for a long time. So rather than make complaints about it, understand that this is the reality of what it is and adapt accordingly. Let's take a look at another measurement that people may be curious of. Um, I think price per square foot. No, I don't think people care about price per square foot wise too much. Maybe days to sell medium. I think that could be a helpful metric for people. You can see things are still moving pretty quickly. Right, homes are still selling within ten days. The, it's been a reversal from the previous trends that have been up to twenty-two. So things have been moving a lot faster again, and we're gonna—I'm gonna expect to see around this level as we go through the spring season. Just like as you see here, compared to last year, same spring season is a lot faster and a lot busier. So be mindful of that. What other stuff might be interesting to you? Um, maybe months of inventory. I think we'll wrap up with months in inventory. What does the definition of months of inventory means? It means if there is no new listings that are coming on the market and we have the, uh, we have the, if there's no new listings coming on the market and we have the same velocity that's getting taken off, how long will it take to get depleted? Now, typically the Bay Area is usually under three months pretty consistently. You can see the worst of times was J July, 2022, 2.3 months. Last month, 2.3 months, but now it's 2.0 months. If I pull this back for you, I'm happy to pull it back however far you want me to pull it back. Let's say 2018. Look at these. The, the highest point during this time was 2.5 months. And this was when the Fed kept raising interest rates significantly and China had some problems at that time. So it kind of gives you a little bit of a glimpse of history and what you might be able to expect moving forward. So Things are getting busier. They're not like red hot by any means, but um, certainly not the same decline that we've been seeing in the past. So let's take a look and let's adjust some of these. So we saw condo, we saw single family. So what has happened with medium sales price of let's say condos and townhomes? You can see similar trend. May in this case was a little bit higher than April. So that was the top. And if you compare it to now 847, so let's do some math here. Initially, it's at 1.06 million and declined to 847,500, but it's been, once again, pretty flat over the last couple of months. This is a decline of 20%. So it's less than single family, but it is more than, um, not more, but it's just less than single family, but it's more than what a lot of people may think. 
So it's been a good adjustment for those that are new buyers trying to enter in the space. So that's something that's that's important to be um, discussing, and that's the condo and townhome market. Now let's just start doing some blended. If we did blended all together, that way we can kind of compare county by county. If you did it blended, the peak was April at 161. And then if you look at February, 1262500, one, that is a decline of about 21.5% since the peak of things. So let's compare. How do you think? Do you think San Mateo County did better? Let's take a look. And we'll look at Alameda County. We'll look at San Francisco. We'll look at Contra Costa County. Interesting. Look at this data point. February had a big jump. We will see if this plays out. If there was a big deal or many big deals, this is a medium price. Now, if we compare it to April 1775, this is the median, by the way, including condos and townhomes. If you went all the way to January, this has been, was a huge buying opportunity. You can see that the climb was 25%. That was a little bit more than Santa, uh, Santa Clara County. But if it does indeed get to this February number at 1549, this is a very big reversal. And if that's the case, it has a lot to do with a lot of people needing to be back in the proximity of offices. If that's the case, then the decline has only been 12.7%. Very interesting, right? Now let's take a look at inventory. Is inventory still a problem for every area? New listings, let's take a look. Let's compare these numbers. January, 2022, 485. 2023, 342. This is a decline of 29.4%. Wow, very similar. Let's look at this February. 596 versus 413 of this month or this year. That is 30%. My goodness, how is it so close? Like it's so close every time. How incredible is this? 29%, 30%, so close. It's so consistent. There's no rush of homes. It's so consistent in every market. And here you can see even bigger decline. All right, so let's take a look at medium sales prices. Let's go take a look at where else do you want to go see? Alameda County. As people have to go back closer to the office, how is Alameda County faring? You can see peak of the market was in May 2022, 1.26 million. If you compare that to February at 930,000, that is decline of 26.1%. Let's take a look at new listings. How many new listings are hitting the market? Let's look at February 2022 versus 2023, 1442 in 2022 versus 895 in 2023, 38% less listings in Alameda County. Wow. Let's look at January 2022, 1027 minus 791. That's 336 less. That will be 20, 30%. Interesting, huh? A little bit less listings activity-wise in February uh, than before. So that gives you an idea of Alameda County. Very similar trends, very similar timings. There isn't one that has like done far better than others. Let's look at some more stats. Contra Costa County. So you look at this, Contra Costa County. The peak was April 2022, 905,000. This is medium, by the way. Median price of including condos and townhomes. 
but also single family. 710 in February. This is a change of 21.5%. Not bad. Not bad. New listings. Let's take a look at the activity here. Let's look at February 1336 in 2022 versus 2023 at 856. This is 36% decline. 36, sorry, 36% less homes on the market. Look at January 2022 versus 2023, 27.8%. Seems like might be getting worse in this county. Some counties are actually getting worse. Contra Costa County, Alameda County, less listing activities. Very interesting. Less people moving, moving out. We'll see. Let's wrap things up. Last but certainly not least, San Francisco. Actually, you know what? I'll do Marin County too. So let's go with San Francisco first. Medium sales price. You can see April 2022, 1.61 million. As you can see, this is the second most expensive county in the Bay Area now. February, 1.33 million. So from that decline, 17.3%. It actually did not, they actually declined the least out of all counties. Part of the reason it didn't increase the most, but so that's something just to be mindful of. Let's look at the new number of new listings though, because there's been a lot of condos that could have potentially been on, hitting the market. But look at this, even far less than 2022. Let's look at uh, February, 2022, 752 minus 447. This is 40.5% less new listings in the city of San Francisco. Interesting, interesting, interesting indeed. Let's go take a look at Marin County. Sales price. The peak was in April at 1.775 million. Now, to be fair, a big the reason for this is they have a lot more single family houses out there. So it is more skewed than like all these other areas where they have a lot of condos that will bring the prices down. But look at compared to like February 2023, 1.285. That is a 27.6% decline, very similar to a lot of places. Number of new listings. Like you can see, there's not a whole lot of houses out there. So 262 from February, 2022 versus 2023, 93 difference. This is a decline of 35%, pretty substantial, right? So I suspect that a lot of these markets we'll see in the springtime, but we actually have that much activity but in general, you have these kind of reductions between 25 to 35% less new listings sitting on the market. And that's not really changing anytime soon. There's no big indicator for that. What happens though, is actually there's a big in increase when it comes to remodels, when it comes to renovations, when it comes to additions, because if the borrowing cost is that much higher for those to go through the Go through the go through the work and go through the exchange for a higher rate place. There has to be a very strong need or a strong desire to be in a new location or to make it work. And so we see a lot of remodeling projects takes place, and so they've been busier than ever and been more expensive than ever, especially with all the inflation, all these different things rising. So the remodeling industry has definitely been a um, a strong point for a lot of businesses. And they are very, very busy. That's why you still see a lot of shops continue to open up 
when it comes to like kitchen and cabinet stores, right? If you take a look at just all around, there's a lot of them opened up. Uh, if you go there, they're very, very busy. And it's for that reason. I would have thought some things would have slowed down, but it's actually been the reverse. They'd rather spend that money on their own home and fix things up than to buy and build a new place. Now we're going to talk a few big news of the week, or sorry, of the month. Big part is going to be Google and Alphabet. And I'm going to correlate this together. As tech offices shrink, really fascinating of change events. Google Cloud employees reportedly are asked to share desks. What's wild is that Google, for the longest time, they were printing money. They didn't care about these small things. And so whether people were using the space or not, it didn't matter. People were able to get in, get out. They'll still have their own desk. Nobody really, it just didn't, it just didn't matter. And, um, but now it's going to complete reversal, right? Now they got to get real estate efficiency, especially Google, Cl Google Cloud, because Google Cloud out of the big players, when you compare it to like Amazon, Microsoft Azure, and then it will be Google Cloud Computer. I believe they're the number three uh, out of the mix, maybe number four, three and four, they kind of teether uh, there, but usually number three right now. So they've, they've always been um, pushing their growth by, but they've also had some more losses. And so you see this kind of adjustment that are happening. Now it's not all of Alphabet, it's just the Google Cloud division, but really interesting change of events. Now I bring this up is because what happens now of Google Village? Now on one end, they still announced that they're not going to make any, they're not making any changes um, to their development plans, but there are some head, headwinds of whether they still will be going through that massive project. And so who is Lendlease? Lendlease is your real estate development partner. And so they're actually working together on a lot of different communities. So what are those communities? There's Downtown West, is which is the biggest project that there is. It's what we've been talking about for a while. However, there's another big project, which is the north parts of Bayshore, that area of Mountain View, where there's nothing there else than just marsh. And so they're going to do a lot of developments, redevelop uh, park efforts uh, to build a lot of housing and office space over there. You all kind of knew about Moffitt Park already, Moffitt Field. They were envisioning 20,000 homes out there that would have been really wild. Um, I don't know what, if that will happen. There's been no development of homes out there. And then you have the other part, which is the middle park field in Mountain View. That would consist up to 1,900 homes. So they had big plans to do a lot. And how were they going to do this? A lot of it was going to be because of Google spending the money to, to invest in those areas and to also, quite frankly, make it work for them. But that's how they can do this kind of private-public partnership. Now, Google is not doing as well anymore. They're doing a lot of cost-cutting, even though they still have a lot of money. But um, it'll be very sad then, right? Because they bought all this land, they have all this space, and they're just going to halt construction. So over the next year, it's going to be really interesting to see how Google shakes out. But also, do we see actual construction going on? Drive by and see for yourself. If um, if they really believe San Jose will be a development effort. So from an investor perspective, very important to be mindful whether this is still a very big opportunity or not. And that's the downside when you're talking about things that have not even been developed and things change, right? A year ago, Google and Alphabet were printing money. Then they were just 
growing like crazy, hiring like crazy, no complaints. And a year later, things have definitely changed. So keep them keep that in mind from an investment perspective. Last but not least, I want to talk about this. And this is kind of funny, but it's not too surprising. California's fastest growing city is in the Bay Area. Wow, where is it? Where in the Bay Area can we have a fast growing city? I thought cities don't build things. I thought, I thought we don't like to build things here. Some places don't like to build things. U.S. Census data shows Dublin's population grew by more than 50% between 2010 and 2020. You don't need to look at this person. But uh, he tells not a surprise. Great place to live. He knows because he lives with himself. Dublin has everything a family would need. Blah, blah, blah. Kind of. Not really. That's not the reason. Let's just be real. If you actually look on it, let's, let me let me pull up a map. This has nothing to do with this, actually. It's not because of that. It has nothing to do with that, to be fair. Let me show you what, let me show you Dublin so that you can actually be educated with what is really happening. So the difference and the reason why, what happened? Think about it. How do you have this many more people move in there? Like how? They had to have built a lot of homes, right? So the reason why Dublin was the fastest growing city is because they had very smart efforts with the city to actually change a lot of their their open land. And they've quite frankly still have open land to bring in that kind of housing. Think about the census data, right? 2010, how many houses were built during that time? There's a ton of development that happened in this whole area. And it's because they have a ton of land. I mean, look at this still too right now. Even today, they still have so much empty land. There is no roads on all these places. Literally no roads. Let me um, show you on the satellite. It's all nothing. It's all dirt. And it's, some of them is actually pretty flat dirt. But there is literally nothing in so many different areas, right? Like so many areas is still able to grow. Look at like, look at an example like Pleasanton, which is next, next door. If you got a billion dollars, where are you going to grow in, in Pleasanton, right? Like where are you going to put some housing? Not a whole lot of places, right? Maybe in the hills, but nothing in kind of the central area. So the reason is, yes, they have good schools, but a good school is a byproduct because they're, it's all new. So I would give a lot of kudos to the city of Dublin for making this work. But to be fair, it's also because there is so much empty land there. So a lot of, they work very friendly with developers. They're able to do a lot of things. And they still have many, many more years of housing projects that can be done. That's why it's the fastest growing city in California, because it's in a great central location, but it also has so much land left. They still have so much land. They still have another decade that they can build homes, right? So that's the real reason why they've actually been the fastest growing city, but it is a wonderful city. I did a few videos about living in Dublin. It is a great area. A lot of my clients live there. A lot of friends live there. What I love about it, because it's a newer city, there's a lot of parks, very new parks, um, fantastic shopping, fantastic restaurants. Those are all excellent reasons to want to be in Dublin. Now, the commute is a different problem, right? Commuting to work and things like that. But nevertheless, from a housing perspective, from a city perspective, it's going to keep happening because there is still so much more development that is in store for this city. I mean, just look on the map itself, right? You can see, and this is a 2023 map. This is not an outdated map. There is still so much more room to be added and for it to grow. That's the exciting part about Dublin. And that's why it's the fastest growing city 
not because of all of these other reasons. It's because they actually have the land and the ability to do this. Well, I appreciate you tuning in. Of course, if you want to talk about your Bay Area real estate goals, send me a, give me a call, send me a text, 408-547-4590. I'll put my contact details also below. I'd love to have a conversation to come up with a game plan as to whether you want to buy, sell, or invest. We're doing it all right now, and it is getting busy. Go to an open house and see for yourself. Go to any open houses that's new, and you will see how much more people is in it. Without a doubt, with stability and people realizing things aren't changing a whole lot and prices have already declined, people are getting back into the market and they're actively looking and buying a house. See you at the next one. Enjoy the rest of my videos. And be sure, oh yeah, be sure to subscribe. See ya.